Hey guys, welcome back. This is the third episode of the IB Insider Podcast. I'm IJ. I'm Oren. And I'm Alex. And in this episode, we'll be discussing the IB DP core subjects, which are DOK, stands for Theory of Knowledge, CAS, which stands for Creativity, Activity, and Service, and the EE, which stands for the Extended Essay. Uh, so first of all, guys, uh, what is TOK? Okay, so TOK is one of the core elements of the entire IB course, and the TOK course itself focuses on the main question of how do we know knowledge? And when we study TOK, we have two important fields, which is called the AOKs and WOKs. I will make the, or I will say the WOK as walks. Yeah, I'll say it as walks because WOK doesn't roll off the tongue. But the AOKs have to do with academic fields and notable among them is human sciences, natural sciences, religion, history, the arts, and indigenous societies. And there's also politics in the AOKs too. And switching over to the walks, which is the ways of knowing, there is intuition, imagination, memory, faith, and I think there's reason and logic. Yes, that's a very important one. And when we study these AOK and WOKs in TOK, we also have to have something called knowledge questions. And knowledge questions are second order questions that question the aspect of knowledge that we happen to have and how and to what extent we can have credibility in the forms of knowledge that we have. Um, I have a question to ask. When you say we study AOKs or walks, what exactly are we studying about these AOKs or walks? Okay, so to put it in a nutshell, when we study the AOKs or walks, we study the benefits, the limitations and implications of each AOK and walk. So for example, if I were to take the natural sciences, we study how, in essence, the natural sciences are very handy. They help to move forward knowledge in a very systemic and cohesive way. But we also study how, because the natural sciences is carried out by humans, some parts of it are not as bedrock as they seem. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. So what you're saying is, is that we study the benefits and the limitations of AOKs or walks. Correct. And we also expand that more when we talk about the implications, because we take those situations where we can't trust the natural sciences, for example, and then we talk about the implications of that into society. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said knowledge questions, could you give an example of a knowledge question, if that's okay with you? Okay, so let's start with the, I think I'll just talk about the field of economics. And in the field of economics, we have graphs. There's mountains and mountains of graphs out there. But when we look at a graph, which is in essence a model of reality, we can question the models and saying, to what extent is this model accurate? To what extent can this model be trusted? And that doesn't focus on exactly the truth about reality, but it questions how we are pursuing knowledge, in this case, about economics. And in TOK, are there any assessments? Yes, so in the TOK uh, course, there are two assessments. One is the essay, and the course itself starts from the second semester of year one and goes to the, or it ends in the first semester of year two in Bahrain School in the course and then turn it in. And the portfolio itself is accumulated evidence of reflection onto the self. And we'll get to more about reflections later in this episode. So about the way the classroom is handled, how exactly, what does a TOK classroom kind of look like between students? Like, is there a lot of inter-talking? So 
taking my own empirical knowledge and my own experience, I can say that most TOK or the TOK classrooms that I have been into have a lot of debate and there's a lot of question. And I wouldn't say it's the most comfortable environment, but it's also not the most uncomfortable because you're constantly questioning what you know and what you might not know. And you're also learning a great deal of perspectives from different people at a very high frequency. So in short, I think mm. it's a very, it's a very critical atmosphere, not in the state that your, your own personality yeah. and characteristics are being pulled into question, but more it's just about what we know and how we think. But it's yeah. not a very bad environment. Okay, back to the TOK assessments. Uh, you said that there's an essay. Could you elaborate a little bit more about what this essay contains? Yes, so the essay itself contains, or we take certain topics, I think there's six topics, and out of those six topics which come in questions, we take that question and we try to answer that question to the best of our extent. And when you answer that question, you have to pull in certain TOK terms. For example, off the top of my head, I can think of in the, the walk of language, language is a way of knowledge, we can say, for example, the safer wharf theory. And if the question or the topic that is given to the student, one of them happens to be the, the limitations or how, for example, the Japanese language uses three different writing sets, we can bring in the safer wharf theory, which is a terminology that is usually learned mm -hmm. inside the TOK course and talk about the limitations of, for example, Japanese. And uh, also, you forgot to mention, the essay is 1,600 words. It'll be done at home like the EE, except it's a lot shorter on TOK. All right, so I see that we have, uh, we now know quite a bit about the TOK. Moving on to the second part of the DP core, which is CAS. You guys tell me, uh, what is CAS? Okay, CAS is required by IB if you want to graduate with the diploma. It allows you to engage in extracurricular activities outside your IBDP classes. For example, tennis, dance, play a musical instrument, volunteer, feed the homeless, mm -hmm. the poor. All these are different CAS activities you could do. Around seven or eight activities are expected from you, including a project. Expanding on what Aaron just talked about, which is the learner profile. The learner profile is a set of principles that IB has created to help make a more well-rounded learner and critical thinker. And the 10 aspects of the IB learner profile is to be inquirers, to be knowledgeable thinkers, communicators, principled, open-minded, caring, balanced, risk-takers, and reflective. And being reflective is extremely important because when you do the CAS activities, you are expected to also do something called reflections. And altogether, the reflections themselves should be around 70 in number. So if you decide to make 10 reflections for each activity, that'd be seven activities. So you would be well off. And each reflection is meant to reflect on your actions that you have done to do your activity. For example, you may have planned or you may have organized something so you could carry out your plan or you may have communicated with people to be a communicator. It's very important that you do reflections, not just in your CAS activities, but everywhere else. Mm -hmm. So for these reflections, do you handwrite them or do you type them? So for us in our school, uh, Bahrain School, we use this website called Manage Back where we type everything, mm -hmm. uh, including the project. This is how everything is uh, done and reflected on. And uh, just to be clear, you're only writing 
for reflections or do you have to add in other evidence for example photos or video well you mainly want to write and do reflections but it's great to have videos and pictures on top of that right. where you put proof uh, not that you need it but it's better mm -hmm. teachers recommend it adding on to that just to clarify something there is one piece of evidence that is required and it's a signed document by your supervisor who is responsible for supervising your activities and it's a form that proves that you did the activity and it's very crucial that you get that form otherwise you have no credibility in saying that you did an activity just to clarify agreed agreed you usually get it signed after you finish one specific course so every activity needs the supervisor yeah a supervisor other than your family of course oh, but nowadays okay. because of covid it the ib organization has somewhat changed that regulation and allowed some instances where the family members are okay i have a question to ask why is this a certain requirement why is it called cast in the first place why creativity activity and service because for all your activities you do they need to require well they require all three creativity activity and service they require all three of them to be done around the same amount each so for example service that's volunteering activity for example sports creativity an instrument drawing so you mean that an acti there are certain number of activities which have to follow each topic some have to be creativity well, some have to be action some have yeah, to be yeah. service you want to kind of balance it out okay well, is it possible that, to combine no both yes it is, is possible, it yeah, possible of course, to of course. more than one criteria at one time all right um you guys mentioned a cast project could you yes. tell me more about that so the project is a project done over one month for cas it's a project that should last minimum one month as i said the project itself is meant to be global and it's meant to be outside of school and it's supposed to solve a certain issue that needs solving usually uh based on your discussion to be clear this is something you have to do independently cas is there any form of regulation for this uh, extra these extracurricular activities so as one regulation we have the cast coordinator who is in charge of overseeing our cast activities that we do and another regulation i already mentioned before is the signed form that proves that we did a certain activity about and the cast coordinator they're technically not the supervisor they're not allowed to be a supervisor it's completely different uh so they're more like seeing if you're doing it or not correct yes yes Is there any criteria for these extracurricular activities you have to do? Well, yes, one criteria for the CAS experience is that it has to fit in one of the CAS letters, creativity, activity or service. And it has mm -hmm. to be the second criteria that I will point out is that it has to be based off personal interest or something that you want to do to help yourself grow mm -hmm. as an individual. And finally, it's not something that is included in the diploma course requirements such as academics. It has to be outside of education. done by the IB program. So like if you're not sure that specific activity is appropriate, you will also be having three meetings with your cast coordinator to make sure if you're not sure if that specific cast activity is appropriate, you can always check with your cast coordinator. So moving on to the final part of our DP core, the extended essay. So uh, as I said before, what is the extended essay? <laughs> So the extended essay is as you hear it's an essay uh, it's a 4000 word essay that is externally assessed and the 
one important aspect of the extended essay is that it's carried out by the student individually. And that might sound a little bit scary, but the extended essay does fall inside a specific uh, subject area. For example, I'm doing my uh, extended essay on the arts. And there are other subjects that are available, such as psychology or chemistry or physics or it can be, it can be any any subject any of your dp classes for example Correct. me uh economics uh it has to be your own research uh it should show thinking self-management and communication skills oh and there's also analysis there's quite a lot of analysis yes that's so true that's true looking for that so the basic criteria for each extended every extended essay is that you have five criteria you have criterion A, which is focus and method, criterion B, knowledge and understanding, criterion C, critical thinking. This is where analysis comes in. Criterion D, which is presentation, and criterion E, which is engagement. And I think engagement is, uh, for example, you do reflecting. I think in extended essay, they do reflection sections, right guys? Correct. So there's subject specific guidance. And if you go online and you look up the, the document for each subject specific guidance, you'll find that some of them are different regarding each subject. And it's mm -hmm. always a good idea to read through the subject that you might do your extended essay on, which I did. And I yeah, for example, I know for, I know for a psychology extended essay, you're not allowed to do your own experiments. So you're not allowed to collect your own primary data. You can only uh, use other, what other people have done, other psychologists have done. And also for, in my case, which is fine arts, you can't look at history books and just make a conclusion reading history books. You have to do a little more than that. So for those of you listening out there, I hope you've been given sufficient information for these three. Stay tuned for episode four, which we will be talking to teachers about certain, the way they mix AP and IB. So bye-bye. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.